0: You are now listening to Well Well I'm feeling Now. Oh Did she just him? <laughs> Oh no, it's penis. Misandry. Yes, misandry.
1: Oh poor man. Ladies' serial killers
0: are the best. Well she's never gonna get that stain out. Nothing says it's over
1: like running over your ex.
0: It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> This scene. They are in the house. uh, Too many people in the house. The
1: incel. I guess he's at home with his girlfriend watching NASA footage. Yes. Yeah. Right. And they have thoughts and feelings about it. It turns out they're flat earthers now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go into my thing about flat earthers for people who know me they know I'm just saying that like if I meet you and you tell me out loud that you are flat earther I will on probably site. try to fight you <laughs> on I will go to site. jail and call whoever on I need site. to call just to authentically punch a flat earther in the face because it is that offensive there's to not me. too many on-site defensive.
0: things right that's on-site
1: flat earth convent 19's a hoax and like eight people I know met uh, flat earthers and I'm like what about me when's my turn god <laughs> Why do I get to meet a flat earther and start a fight well, and go I, viral?
0: No. <laughs> you, I mean, you could always, um. what's, what's the thing? You could pretend to be like, I'm totally down with having the conversation. What is that? The thing where they pick like three from one side and three or No, another? no, no. There's no <laughs> conversations. <laughs> I categorize
1: mine as hate crimes. It is a hate crime against flat earthers. There's no empathy and compassion where I'm concerned. I'm not trying to talk to them and reason to them because enough books, enough books are out there for that. No, no, no. This is just. Violence. So I just, I'm trying to make it clear where I stand. I'm not trying to change a flat earther. I'm not trying to educate them. That's somebody else's job. That's not me. That's somebody else. And it's perfect that motherfucking Enzo and his girlfriend are talking about the
0: fact that all of the all of the world's <laughs> secret government. organizations they stand together. To FSB, the MI6. <laughs>
1: No, they are lizards. They are. Lizards. That, they didn't say the answer to lizards. Oh, the girl lizards. was like, "They are lizards." And Villanelle's listening. Like, I know about the FSB. I know about MI6. In fact, <laughs> I know some pretty some pretty big people in there. And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, bitch. Let me give you a scoop. This is what's happening." And guess what? They're all lizards. Boom! We just blew your mind. We just blew your mind. You're welcome. And that's the energy <laughs> they have there. And Villanelle just like, "Ha ha!" <laughs> when they initially tell her the earth thing is real, and I, I'm so tickled that. That was the laugh, and now I'm convinced that one of the writers on the writing team is like me, has a personal gripe with flat earthers, and found <laughs> a way to edit into the show you wrote just a to whole shit on flat earthers. Right. I would too. It's <laughs> not a whole episode. <laughs> it's a throwaway line. No, it's okay. a throwaway line. We could just shit know. on the flat earthers. Just let them know that you would do violence to them, so that you know, cause a shudder somewhere in the world. But <laughs> I just
0: so I can't. after having her mind blown, she was like, you know what, um, this is a lot, even for me. And so I'm going to get up and she gets up and you hear this thumping that's on the wall and it's, um, it's the Borka. youngest, it's the youngest Borka. one. He is banging his head on the wall, stressed out. He is stressed out. And of course you hear someone, uh, his, you hear Papichulo with the bangs, call out to him to say, um, if you want to see Elton, you need to come down to help me, help you because.
1: To make the paroshki. Right. So... so they can try to see Elton John on his farewell tour. And they're trying to figure out, or at least uh, Papachula with the bangs, trying to figure out how many grams is in an ounce. And hello, Google, which Borka answers. He Googles it. And Villanelle has some nerve. So jo- look at their right. dough. Okay. The dough is not even shaped. The dough wasn't even in the. Oven, and she's like, Look at this piece of shit. She's I'm like, Girl, this is looks you? like shit. I was Girl, like, What? But your lopsided cake that forgot the yeast? You, Villanelle. <laughs> with your nasty icing that Dasha was like, Throw it away. Right. Like <laughs> your homemade icing flashback. that was missing two whole ingredients, Villanelle. You know, it doesn't look like the box. I know it doesn't. Look when your cake like doesn't <laughs> stand up right, it's because you more than likely forgot yeast or something else important to help it rise. So I just don't know how Villanelle is shading other people's food when she can't get it together. All to make I a dessert saying,
0: all i was saying i was like how quickly we forget you know but whatever that's how she
1: is that's how she is and then she looks out the window and notices the dad figure stepdad figure doing some yard work and she approaches in her nike blazers which i'm still like villanelle and nikes this episode who knew and they start to talk and the first thing she's like so how many times have you been married And he's like three and she's like cool which was your favorite he's like, uh, Tatiana? Right. (laughs) Because I love her and she's my current wife. But Villanelle's annoyed.
0: Uh, uh, She is. And it's because she
1: feels like her mother is different. She feels like her mother is playing a game of artifice. And what's so interesting about this is how much her mom is triggering her and antagonizing her by just existing. And it's like, Villanelle, you do this same shit. You show up at Eve's. All type of ways, uh-huh. playing games on your artifice, full of shit. And Eve is usually just trying to get a piece of realness from you. And here you are in a mirror situation with your mama, and you're upset because you feel like she's giving off this fake ass vibe. She's putting on a show for you, and you just want the real to come out. I just, I find it interesting.
0: It, no, and I'm she's happy that you saw that. She's the biggest hypocrite in the whole damn show. I'm happy you saw that because as many times someone said to you, "Don't be a dick. Just, just, just keep saying. it real." and here you are trying to get someone else
1: to keep it real and she won't
0: because you know there's what's in it for her i mean she's she's just not
1: yeah and she says to the to the dad like look she never used to be like that she used to be different and he's like well it sounds like you used to be different I, i've heard some stories ma'am i've heard some stories. And
0: she's like, oh, oh, so what? What? So we tell
1: stories now. All right, so what? Oh, so did she talked talk to you about me? Did right, she tell you about what right. I did to the dog? I'm I like, love Villanelle, energy. don't tell me the story about the dog. Villanelle, don't tell me the story about the dog. I'm scared. I just really feel like Villanelle killed a whole lot of people's pets en route <laughs> to pissing off everybody in her town. And my whole thing is don't other people have to remember her if she was such a problem? <laughs> right. I'll, I, mm, no one else in the town knows who Villanelle is? Okay. I guess we can assume they just moved towns altogether. It's. I can't. I don't do know it. what the name. You right. wrote
0: the name down. What's the I name? To it. Let's see what I wrote. how loud. I don't see where it should be because it should be when the father said, "Why are you? Why did you come here from London?" I think
1: I wrote down Grismet. Oh, thank God.
0: So because... it looks
1: like it's Grismet From my notes. But yeah, so after Villanelle's like, "Oh, so she told you about me," and he's like, "Yeah," and she wants to know what she said, and he's like, "Well, she said that she had a daughter, basically, and it made her sad." And that she was a very difficult child, this daughter. This daughter was a very difficult child. And Villanelle basically is like, so did she tell you though? Did she tell you that she dumped me? Did she tell you that she just dumped me and left me? Did she tell you that? And he's basically like, I know that she's been really sad. Had a lot of sadness in her heart. She cries she every cries night. She cries every night. She is fucking depressed, basically. And Villanelle's basically like, here's me not giving a shit because maybe, maybe she feels like dirt for letting her family down. Maybe. And, we, and she's
0: over here in the window, just just watching.
1: At that point of the line, she actually comes out, but prior oh, to then, right. she is watching Villanelle, asking questions, probably like, "Why are you talking to him? Last time you talked to my husband, which technically was your father, I had problems." But that's what they decided to do in the script. That's what they said later on that there were those problems. I have issues with women who create problems mm. with their children over men. But that is be what one. they're doing.
0: I don't like that. It's not Disney But it's not movie. even
1: one because you. it's not even about one. It's about prioritizing a man. It's the same type of situation that says, I prioritize what this man says over my child who says this could be abusive. I prioritize what this man wants over what my child needs. That's what I'm talking about. So Villanelle's mom looks like one of those moms. Because if she's so upset about what happened with her man versus her child, well, there, there it is. Those are the receipts. And so I don't like women who are like that. They're generally pick-me's and things of that nature. And so I just I'm just, i not. Prioritizing men in general isn't my thing. It isn't my look. It isn't my vibe. But especially especially over a child. It just in which that child also receives harm because of some superficial need that you have for male validation. That's just not my jaunt.
0: Right. She's like, I brought you tea. And I'm like, tea? This is this is some. And then she's like, oh and I got something for you talking about Villanelle. And so they cut, and here she comes with this uh, bedazzled denim jumper club outfit thing. Mildly bedazzled. I like- feel like it's mostly <laughs> denim. I
1: didn't. I didn't see much sparkles coming but, from the thing.
0: It's yeah. It's kind of in the chest area, about not not too much, but enough for me to kind of see it. And, and she, she drapes it over. She, she said, "Um, this is um from my 80s. '80s," and she's like, um, but I c- adjusted it to your size. I think I did good." and she holds it up against her, and it looks like it would fit. It's like a giant like a one Again, piece. I don't
1: know why Terrence is acting like most people of an average size could not fit in what Villanelle's mom gave her. That is, there's no shape. There's no, no contouring know, but the
0: waist. she said that she adjusted it to fit her size. And Villanelle's mom is full of shit! Right, no. Well, so, yeah. no, I'm and just saying, like, it didn't, like Villanelle
1: it? put it on, and it looked like there was much baggage left. Oh, there like, was. there was bagginess, so I guess her best attempt was still pretty whack. Unless, I guess it's just supposed to be baggy, but I just, I'm not giving Villanelle's mom's any spoon, so I can't even believe her when right. she said that. I think she's full of shit.
0: And she was like, do you like it? And she's like, I love it.
1: Well, I feel like we should note here, because there's a lot of micro-acting going on from Jodie Comer, that initially, when she has the outfit draped over her. She looks highly annoyed. And that's basically a lot of the vibes we're getting from Jody as she's playing Villanelle in this episode is that she is being confronted by new activities and emotions that confuse her, confound her, upset her. And then she tries to lean in it and go with it. And so initially she seems to be perplexed by this dress appearing on her, this tracksuit, whatever the fuck. But by the time the scene is done, she's actually taken to it, which is interesting because of course we know that she leaves in that outfit. So the sentimentality of it is very real
0: we get t-
1: after that
0: a oh we cut to the harvest festival so now that we are here
1: yeah mom is smoking her family's out this is where we see the girlfriend is an amazing show.
0: right she's over here on the phone I, I in my dream it's definitely with someone from 12 she's checking in she's doing whatever she's gotta do she's learning where to go pick up her postcard whatever it is like she's on duty <laughs> because she's there, bullseye targets, bullseye one, bullseye two. And instead of bullseye three, which she does uh almost like she's still not looking, she hits the bull cause there's a bull and then a target. She hits the bull in between the eyes versus hitting the target on the board. And her friend is like, Well, you, you missed the target. And I'm like, Girl.
1: Did her friend even say stuff like that? I don't even feel like her friend said anything. Now, maybe I missed that line. I just feel like the actress did a knowing look at the bull head that she shot and moved on. I don't remember any lines from the friend. I just feel like she was like, this is what I'm doing. It's a small ass fucking town. It's like 80 people there. She's done it before. They know she can sharpshoot. So that's how I took it is that this isn't new information to anyone who's seen that bitch with a gun. They're like, oh, don't fuck with her. Uh, she can shoot you between the eyes a mile away I tell
0: you she can do it and so so don't but, fuck with her and then the one person that should know not to mess with her because she's such a good shot will be the person that she's kind of in a relationship right but no not necessarily he's, nope. he's over nope. here like hey
1: not necessarily hey, women going, do not baby? need to tell the <laughs> men they're with how dangerous they are in fact I would say it's better that they don't you can catch dudes by surprise That's my grandmama's lesson my abuela's lesson so I would disagree he doesn't need to know how good she is at the stuff he only needs to know if she has to use it against him and he's like oh. where did this and she's like it's too late it's business. over for you right, now. right. It's, it's just happening
0: and then while that's happening we get villanelle trying to guess where the find the find the ball in the cups find the ball in the cups yeah there's and a lot of games
1: happening right so and she but, wins that ball thing twice which right. is why the woman's like take your money and get the fuck right. away from she's my table like, you
0: are too good at this you need to just get away and i'll like, say oh that that's scary but cute but well, scary, technically people but aren't supposed to win that right that's true because yeah well it's a
1: trick I I like to ask questions. <laughs> and so I have asked these questions of people and that is one of those things that is designed to take your money. Kinda of, same with the cards that you fold and you see guys doing out on the street. That is the sleight of hand. And so if Villanel caught her sleight of hand or just but this is how the show is. They just be giving new skills to Villanelle that we never have to see her practice for. Ever? Right. Ever? She just has them. I mean, <laughs> right. Like, when she hurt Constantine? She's the becoming e-child? Xena. They're just right. like, add a new skill. Don't right. explain it. She just has it. Yeah, she's always doing She has it.
0: it. Random flashback. She remembers a memory, and now she has a new skill. Right. After the, uh, <laughs> we see her get chased away from the
1: Oh, we the see uh, the incel brother right. pathetically, very right. pathetically, right. trying to hit on another fair maiden of the town. He is... Completely and resolutely rejected, rejected. Uh, she pays outright. him no mind right. she continues on about her day and he's left there to stare I would love nothing. to
0: understand and have them the town recognize that they all just know him for the creep that he is and that they're just paying him no mind but even if a piece of those ladies are also like but aren't you messing with that girl that I know was a great shot <laughs> Like And I don't want any problems with her. so I'm. That's really- giving him
1: too much benefit. That's giving him too much benefit. Like, they would nah. want to sleep with him. No, I'm going to go with the first one, that it's a small town. Like, you're gross. Everybody knows the each other. No. And they're like, no, thank you. <laughs> and you have a wild girlfriend with a with a gun. So, right. no thanks. So, super now. no. Just but all that's like signs. second tier, first tier is like, no, you're gross. Right. Second tier is also, though, your girlfriend is very violent and but, scary.
0: Right. So, the way, because it was like, the, it was the rejection that was... Like you're not even worth the words, no. Like it was just, full
1: stop. I don't. Why, no. <laughs> and I'm just gonna say that's how most women would and do reject men who they have no interest in if they are not fearing for, for their lives. lives. Well,
0: oh, I'm mad at men again. Sorry, but
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just mad, mad that it's at not men again unusual to have to fend off the unwanted advances of a dude because you exist. So, moving on from there. Oh,
0: yes. Uh, Oh, Villanelle chilling and she notices that um, the uh, I can't say it. I can't say it. But the the contest is up again and the winner has been announced. And now for her claiming her 20th consecutive title
1: 20. That lady from earlier. Yes. And Villanelle watches the mom, her mom, go over and speak to a little boy. And she kind of looks on initially like, oh, wow. Huh. Look at her trying to be a comforting mom to a little boy. She was never that to me. That was the vibe I got. That she's curious and she's looking at it and she's like, that seems motherly. That seems right. Because we don't know what she's saying and she's just looking at him and it looks like she could be offering some words of wisdom after his L. But that, right. as we find out later, evidently was not the case. oh. <sighs> And after that, we cut to the girlfriend and her friends. And they're talking about Villanelle in Russian and how she's basically like the long lost sister of Papi Chula with the bangs. And randomly, Villanelle says something out loud. Oh, yeah. They asked her to to,
0: to dance with them because they're like a group or something. I want to say they're called.
1: No, but what's that? What does she say out loud? Because they're talking about her. Yeah. So if after that, Villanelle says the line, something like, um, oh, this place is really wonderful. And so they're being mean girls. They're not talking to her. She's not in the conversation. They're speaking in their native language and they're talking about her. They're gossiping literally like seven feet away from Villanelle. She can hear. And when she says that thing in English, and the girl's like, oh, why is she talking in English? Shade. And Villanelle's like, wow. Is this your dance troupe? Because she has to come back with <laughs> her own shade. And they're like, yeah, girl. This is the yeah, group. This is so what we're Yeah. And she's like, okay, are you called to get around crew? Because you get around. <laughs> and one of the girls is like, <laughs> She's funny, right. <laughs> And uh, the girlfriend has no time for it. Right, girl it with the
0: off. the good aim, Becky with the good aim. She was like, no, you don't, you don't laugh at that. That's not, what you, that's not what we... so We're They Audi. walk off. They walk off. <laughs> We're Audi Five Thousand.
1: <laughs> she takes her crew and she leaves. And then we cut to the dunk throwing contest where Villanelle. Is really, really excited to have thrown that flat, dried piece of dung looking like a giant frisbee really far. And I, I as myself and a viewer, couldn't be more horrified. Where was the hand sanitizer? Where was right. the soap? Right. right, This is where the... was it? Where does the thing land? How many people have gotten fragments of poo? Have they swallowed it? Have they breathed it in because right. you're, throwing
0: you're throwing poo it. pancakes? It's
1: airborne, right. Russia. Why? Russia? Anyway. <laughs>
0: But it does. Please There's nothing me to say about that. that. She did outperform all of the men. She did.
1: It pleases me that she outperformed everybody because Villanelle <laughs> should be a winner as often as she can be, and she is. She's so excited. Villanelle's number one. We cut to the presentation of the awards, and she's on the top podium. They call her up. Her family cheers for her, and you're like, "Yay, Villanelle! She wins a fucking fan." I mean, it's great. Um, so, yay. And her brother, Papa with the bangs, he seems to be the most excited for her. He seems genuinely pleased and thrilled that his big sister's back. And he's like, that's my sister. And we see the first sign of, well, maybe like the second sign from her looking out the window that Villanelle's mom is on some fuck shit. Because she's like, yeah, well, slow down. As I thought you reminded me of Blue Ivy when she told Beyonce and JC to stop clapping. She was like, bitch, slow the fuck <laughs> down. This, this excitement is too much. Calm down. And that basically was Villanelle's mom in that moment to Papa oh I think after that we are at the evening part of the festivities right where we actually get to see what'd you call her Becky with the good aim
0: oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do a dance
1: thing yeah with her friends
0: there's a band that's on actually stage. how we open it yeah that's how we open right. it like there's they're on the on stage. stage they're
1: doing something Becky with the good aim synchronized home. her mean girlfriends thing.
0: right they were doing a dance then the people in the uh, crowd they were, were entertained yeah they were having fun they were drinking they were whooping it up
1: they seemed to be drinking alcohol
0: and you see most of the family is there you see the, the new husband is there And then they do a wide shot and then they get out of the frame to be where all the gifts are. Because I guess Villanelle racked up off screen because she was sitting surrounded by lots of things. Maybe not all as expensive as a fan, but lots of gifts.
1: Yeah, she won a lot of stuff and good for her. We like to see Villanelle catching all the W's that she should. And at least since she caught nothing but emotional L's in Russia, at least she caught some W's. But when she left the town, she didn't take her gifts. I'm like, did you burn it in your mama house? Well, if if there was ever a waste, Villanelle, that, that, that is it right it. there. Yeah. That was it.
0: I mean, there was no room in her magic bag of outfits and shoes
1: and well, she doesn't need a fan not for her mansion back in spain
0: that is true and so she asks this little one he she says well you don't want to go and dance with them and he's like i, I don't I, I don't dance i'm not good at it and she's like me either
1: ah <sighs> well that's the truth that's she and said it. randomly villanelle's like oh Papichulo with the bangs he was right about this being fun i, I think i'm actually having a good time and then The little bro just starts to hit his head. He's having an issue. That seems to be the way he deals with it. And Villanelle's like, whoa, stop it. Um, Elton John isn't going anywhere. So just could you not?
0: Like YouTube it or something.
1: And eventually the little man lets it drop that his mama has said some horrible shit about being stupid and not good enough and embarrassing her at the contest earlier today. And Villanelle's like, wow, wow, wow. And then he returns to hitting his head. And Villanelle has to stop him saying that he is freaking her out. This is eat I your candy think. and be quiet she's literally like, just right. take this fucking candy, in your mouth shh, 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 shh. so
0: <laughs> it's peculiar that Villanelle can see what everyone else in the house could ultimately potentially also see be aware of and understand that there may be some sort of a developmental thing going on with uh this little boy, and maybe what do I you mean by developmental
1: you've lost me there. I
0: mean what if his uh fixation is more uh What if it's more prominent in the sense that it would highlight some sort of a, like, a learning Disagree. So it seems
1: like you're talking about some sort of learning disability, maybe? That doesn't make sense for how we've seen his behavior. Because he is having behavioral issues, not learning issues in terms of, okay, are his cognitive faculties somehow impaired? Now, my dad, I believe I mentioned, he was in social work, and he worked with extremely high-risk kids, raised guy's degree. And so people who have such extreme mental and emotional trauma that only really trained people can try to deal with how these young people will express themselves because life has done them so dirty. And so I don't I wouldn't say that I put that little boy for how they showed him on any sort of learning disability spectrum because that just wouldn't apply. It's it's emotional. It's his ability to express himself in a healthy way. And how far does his self-harm go? How hard does he hit his head sometimes? And what are the triggers that set this off? And I've seen some things already. The quick scan I did online where people were like, oh, maybe Villanelle did this and she doesn't want to see other people do it. I feel like it's a stretch to say she doesn't want to see other people do it because Villanelle (laughs) hardly cares about (laughs) a damn person. But it's interesting, I think. It's something to say. I also thought of that Ann Lister scene when um, Eugenie is hitting herself in the head. She's like, stop hitting. Stop hitting yourself. You hurt yourself. The only reason that gives me pause is because I just don't know. I have not seen any evidence thus far, like Eve Palastri, that Villanelle's penchant for pain turns inward. Everything I've seen says Villanelle's penchant for pain turns outward, like what she said to Papichula with the banks, Hit other people, hurt other people, kill other people. It looks as though her brother, her half-brother is turning it inwards, which I think is the other way to deal with your anger management issues is that you can pop off on somebody random or you can pop off on yourself. And it looks like little man is popping off on himself. And so I don't ultimately know what they're trying to say that Villanelle could or could not understand about this. I just think it's all very interesting in terms of presenting foils to who we know Villanelle did B be because that's one where I'm like, she goes out with her pain. She hurts others. Eve wasn't like, you don't know what love is and she was like, Oh, let me shoot myself real quick. Oh, right. She was like, I'm gonna shoot you, Eve. Like Anna. Forget it. Right. <laughs> I'm off this mortal coil, shuffling off. And so I just think it's it's interesting. It's and interesting. And she's probably I guess saying,
0: um, I get that you're trying to Uh, replace the emotional pain with physical pain because it's easier to deal with because you know why it's there. But maybe you don't know why it's there. Like you're hitting yourself now but you're hitting yourself because someone emotionally But see, you're even giving
1: giving Villanelle more emotional intelligence than I would at this time because I cannot give her what they have not shown me. I can theorize and muse but I can't say that Villanelle understands certain levels of toxicity about self-harm and things of that nature because we've seen people actually doing it at the same time and she hasn't had a piece a piece of advice for Eve Palastri about anything. So right now it's just living in the frustration of of this artifice that she sees with her mom and that she actually believed that, okay, maybe she's different. And she was actually mad that she was different because why didn't I get this niceness? And then the little brother shows, actually, it's not different. Actually, you know, new outfit, same old shit. So actually I would also say too that I think Villanelle is uncomfortable in general with emotional expression. And so even if you go back to the ruins and her being like, Eve, Eve, why are you doing this, Eve? Eve was literally just expressing herself that realistically Villanelle could have had five minutes of letting that bitch scream because that's how people are when they're mad. Like you get really, really mad. But once you sort of work through that initial, you can calm down and come back at it with something. That could have been Eve. If she had let Eve take five more steps and she just said something reasonable, then maybe Eve would have turned around and been like, you know what, bitch? I just hate when you, and then we have a fight. But what happened? She shot her. She just shot her. So I don't know that Villanelle has learned how to deal with emotions that provoke her beyond end it, kill it, stop it, stop it dead in its tracks. I don't want to feel it anymore. So just stop it. Versus like someone is having a thing. They're going through a crisis, handle it, deal with it. Just deal with it. And I don't think she could deal with her brother's emotions because perhaps they're reminding her of her own. I feel trapped. I feel upset. I feel like shit. I feel worthless. He's reminding me of all these things right now by hitting himself. Just stop. Take this candy and stop. So anyway, that's my interpretation. Just because I haven't seen enough emotional intelligence from Villanelle to to be like, oh yeah, she understands this. We don't know that. Just this season, they're like, hey, look, Villanelle understands more stuff about emotion. Beyond what we saw with Eve Polastri in season two, so I can't even guess that she would be that sophisticated with her brother because <laughs> at the end of the day, she left him a wad of cash and there without parents. So, <laughs> I mean, well, so yeah, the brother's there, but come on. Like that's. <laughs> this would have been her.
0: Oh, this is your gift. You're free now.
1: Uh-huh. And to
0: the both of them, you're both free. You go do firefighter thing. You go see out, But that's
1: a lie. Because if she said that she did it for them, she's longing. She did it for her, no, which is well, why yeah. she's going to be fucked up, in my opinion, because she did not do it for them. And she certainly did not come back for them, for being honest.
0: Well, at least you got some really nice clothes out of it. Who got nice clothes? <laughs> no, I her. <laughs> no, me saying at least you got some really nice clothes out of it. It's like.
1: Oh, you mean Villanelle? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> is that a joke? That's a joke. After Villanelle gives the kid the candy and just like, please stop emoting and making me feel things. We see her look up and her mother is still whooping it up and dancing in the crowd. And they kind of seem like they connect eyes for a second. She looks like she's happy. She's having fun. But the song that starts to play over um, the scene is by a group called Red Mecca yes. entitled I See Darkness in You. It's very moody. Reminding me of some um, Gus Gus from the late 90s. Just sort of like dark, depressing emo music, which Hits It can hit. It can, it can hit. hit. Depending on what you're doing, it added extra levels to understanding and trying to figure out where Villanelle's headspace was, which is generally what Killing Eve does every time they put a song in. So that was on point. And the lyrics were just sort of like, I'm sure we'll go over it more intensely in the snack because per usual, nothing is easily Google right. about any of these songs on the internet. But just like, I see darkness in you. I see darkness in you. And considering Villanelle says that actual literal line of darkness, I guess. They're like, hey, you're going to get this theme. We're going to make sure you understand it. And I believe we cut to the kitchen after that.
0: Right. We get a commercial break and they come back with the song still playing, which I was like, oh.
1: I dig it. Yeah, just a different part. And I was like, so we in the vibe. Right. So I thought, is this like the Villanelle (laughs) Headspace vibe? I see
0: I'm like, you guys give them minutes, and then they just choose to put
1: commercials wherever they want.
0: Like, <laughs> I,
1: I feel like they should decide where they put the commercials, but who fucking knows?
0: And so the music's still going on, and the mother comes downstairs to try to see what Villanelle's doing, and
1: being theatrical, yes, <laughs> uh,
0: she's. This was the moment to bring out the drama. She's got ketchup tears and a, a knife because she was there just chopping up like vegetables, tomatoes and in an apron that infamous
1: scene we saw in the trailers we were like is that eve is that nico now y'all is is Tatiana? Mm -hmm. Tatiana, totiana her mother
0: my groceries i was like that kitchen (laughs) that kitchen looks old it's an old (laughs) kitchen maybe it's dash no it's Mm -hmm. mom and she's like you're you're wasting food you're wasting tomatoes. She was like, I, I, Well, sh-.
1: well, actually I gotta I gotta throw you back because initially she's like she's trying to make a funny. She's trying to be lighthearted, she's trying to create a laugh. And she's like, Come on, it used to make you laugh. And her mom's like, No. And she's like, Okay, but it used to make dad laugh, and she's like, No. And she's like, What do you mean? She's like, Your dad, your dad didn't laugh at that shit. Also, you're wasting my food. You're wasting my tomatoes. And she's like, but I, and the Villanelle, because she's starting to fricassee a little bit like how she did with even a the room. And she's like, well, I could buy 10,000 tomatoes. So, and this is probably where her mom had a little too much jaunt because she fucking laughed. And it's just sort of like, in that moment, I felt like her mom was like, look how pathetic you are. You think the fact that you can buy more tomatoes actually matters here. And what I'm saying to you, and it's not, that's not the point. That's not the point. And Villanelle, I just feel like she's kind of like, um, to Felix. After she says she can buy 10,000, like, oh, I didn't press you enough. and She's like, well, well, 20,000 tomatoes. (laughs) Her mom's just like, (sighs) so sad, Exona, and just laughs at her. She fucking laughs. She fucking laughs. And here's Villanelle like, you're always laughing at shit. You're always laughing at shit. That's not funny. And I'm like, bitch, and that you? and that you, bitch? Bitch, isn't that you as well? Laughing at shit that other people would say isn't exactly funny. And then she's like, so, um, ma, can you clean my face? Can you wipe my face? Because as you see, I have tomato on my face. Can you please wipe it? And her mom's like, bitch, you're not a child. You're not a child. You are not a child. You can do it yourself. And then I was like, okay, but I want to feel like I one. I want to feel like I would one. like to feel like a child. And that is very telling because she's like, I just want to be cared for. <laughs> that part is very sad. And her mom is like, all right, I will do this piece of mothering for you. I'm going to wipe this tomato sauce slowly and tenderly away from your eye. And you can tell Villanelle's kind of reveling in it. She's reveling in the physical contact and I would also say that given what she's been feeling about Eve not having any contact with Eve especially besides the kiss that and her her wife her wife is gone especially with Villanelle's personality where she's like you know fighting or fucking I need these these stimulus right, to feel right. good to stay on the up. She hasn't had in a while. So she's literally like I need a fix. Can you touch me? Can you please? And her mom finally gets into it and she's being on tender and shit and then right when she being all tender and Villanelle starting to revel, she's like, listen, I want you to leave this house. Right. OK, you leave tomorrow. I don't want you to be here anymore. And Villanelle's just like, why? Why, mom? This is my home. This is my home, right? And her mom's just like, no, darling. No, it's she not your said... home. You're not part of this family. Right. You don't belong here. Let me wipe this little piece of tomato off your eye, this little last bit. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> no, she didn't say get the fuck out, but she might as well. She might, she as, might well. as
0: well. You know, she tries to, you know, I guess, period the situation. Like, she goes to ascend back up into her, like, luxurious room. And here comes Villa now. She's like, um. all right, she was too <laughs> right about. She was like,
1: so you'll be gone in the morning and I'm going to bed. Excuse me.
0: She was like, wait, 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 wait. Um, you know, good luck in getting me to leave. I mean, it, it was much easier to take a trusting young girl out of the house to that orphanage than it would be a, a grown woman, yes I Well, see. she's being aggressive right. because
1: she, that's her saying, make me, get me out of the house. Make me because you could have done that. You were able to do that when I was a child, but guess who's all grown up, mother? It's me. And I feel like at that point, her mom was like, mm, see now this, I knew the child of the corn version of you was going to turn <laughs> up eventually and here it is. That's why I told you to leave just now. <laughs> uh, uh, she says,
0: don't pretend that you were... Uh, a perfect daughter. She's like, well, don't pretend that you were a good mother or a wife.
1: She does say <laughs> that. And she gets slapped. She gets slapped. And that didn't surprise me because I feel like most moms would have hit you with a slap. <laughs> if you were like, and you are a shitty mother and wife. Like, first of all, if that ever left my lips, I would be Speedy, Gonzalez. No, oh. Speedy Gonzalez. no, Speedy Gonzalez. Before the, I finished the last <laughs> sentence, I would already be phasing into another realm just to escape my mother's wrath. Wow. And I still feel like my mom would, she would uh, assemble all the ancestors and they're like, we're going to go across space and time to find this bitch. What did she say to me? And my mom doesn't even cuss, but she would if I came out my my face doing something like that. And so (laughs) I just, it's a lot, it's a lot
0: about saying any of what she just said.
1: No. Yeah. I've never said anything like it to my mom, but if I did, I just know whatever happened would change me. You know
0: that that gif? (laughs) Where you know the, they look outside and they see the, the the four or five guys that are out there that's ready to carry the casket. Oh yeah, that,
1: that, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I would be seeing everywhere I turn. Lord, that's what I'm saying. She would cry the ancestors. She would cry every last auntie through space and time to gather me. And I don't want to know what that looks like like a ancestral gathering but right. I just no, feel I'm like good. it's I'm really trying. scary. No, I, I don't good. I want that to live in the lore in the right. scary movies you right. tell children. Save
0: save the ancestral gatherings for for the misandry. Right. Be, right.
1: That's the- Right. I'm trying to gather <laughs> my ancestors to destroy bad men, not to destroy myself right. because right. I was wiling out. And so <laughs> after she says that line of like, oh guess what mom, you and no angel either. Or a good mother or wife. And her mom is like, look, you. I told you not to bring this darkness into my house. And so we are on brand with the terms. But the song that's playing. Here comes Villanelle. It's, it's you. you. It's always been you. you he
0: wasn't darkness. scared of me.
1: He was sick of you. And could see how you are. And her mother's like, what's that? How am I? What am I like? And Villanelle's like, like me. And I'm like, oh, so <laughs> this is you. This is you 2.0 from last series. We are the same. <laughs> but I'm Just like different. you now. Just different. But I'm like you now.
0: I'm, I'm not afraid, afraid of, of anything, <laughs> and Villanelle would be
1: like, "Actually, you don't know that I'm afraid of so many things. Actually, Eve, I just don't tell it. Maybe not so many, but a decent enough handful. Things, right. Enough, enough things. And after that, she confesses that she's killed a lot of people, and that she was not a happy person. And her mom was like, "You never were. And I'm just sort of like, "Where did? That's how did? A where lot. did? How, she said, "When you how, were a baby, you never cried.
0: I'm like, "Wait, wait what and you're saying that like she it's said, a negative yeah, thing yeah she
1: was like you were bad from the very beginning and you never even fucking cried and that is weird
0: most people would describe a baby as a good baby that could I, mean- I was gonna say
1: I didn't cry much um, my mom was in labor for like less than an hour when she had me I was her easiest birth and I didn't really cry at all because I was just my mom maintains because she was so happy during her thing and like whatever that I just came out like literally through the vagina shoot they were like she's in labor there's a the baby and so my mom was happy she was chilling I was chilling it was fine, and so I think it's okay to not cry as a baby. All right, I think it's perfectly normal. But apparently, Tatiana's like it means you're a devil child. It means you are the spawn of Satan, Villanelle, and I've never forgotten these details about how you didn't cry. And Villanelle tries to argue that she did cry, and I'm like, girl, how do you know? As a baby, or just in general <laughs> in life? I, okay, but she argues that, and her mom is like, listen, you took everything from me. You were my life. You and me. You took everything. You took my bed. You took my you took your daddy because you controlled him. You controlled him and he would do anything for you because you had a darkness. Now, this is where the lines were kind of losing me. <laughs> this is where the lines were kind of losing me. When, what? When a mother tells what? a daughter
0: that she she controlling control the, she the, controlling husband? the husband.
1: Something's wrong. It's
0: Something's right. Wrong. That's 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 getting into Oedipus territory. That's getting into, uh, what do you want me to believe, right? It's like, I just I just... I just want to know what lane do I now dive on? Am I calling the mother delusional or? I
1: just, I don't, yeah, I don't know. She says that line, he would do anything for you because you had a darkness. And I'm like, but what the fuck? Does that mean that's different from like having a vampire child and you just go out there and you you're killing cats and stuff and you're just like, here, suck this. Like, what are you saying, Tatiana?
0: The closest I could think of, and I know it's the furthest from the truth, is Animaniacs, this cartoon that used to oh come on a million God. years ago. It is available you're, It's not, on, a, it's not on applicable. Something. I already Wait, know. No. <laughs> Wait, there was a girl. She lived this in this is, house. This is bad. Her name was Katie Kaboom. That was her name. She was a teenager. Can you just get to your point, right. sir? Cause I already so- know that
1: this that this <laughs> will make no
0: sense. So when they used to not let Katie get her way, she would throw a little tantrum and she would transform into this monster. And they would have to concede or do some sort of compromise to get her to revert back to normal. And they just said that's just what life was like for teenagers. So if you were a little kid watching that cartoon, you'd be like, wow, teenage girls are scary because they turn to hideous monsters, whatever, and they don't get their way. But we're trying to say that we're dealing with this uh, toddler, this child. And Oksana, when she didn't get her way... From the mother would turn to the father to try to get it, and to I squel- return to the children of the corn. The, and right. also, we don't.
1: I would assume this is not toddler age. I would assume this is seven, eight, nine, ten, oh, old what? enough to remember stuff. For Poppy Chula with the bangs to be like four or five, and Villanelle is of memory making age because yeah. she's like, I remember my yeah. father. Remember this. I'm convinced that Villanelle killed animals because Suzanne is like, Oh, I'm gonna throw this shit in, but I'm not gonna tell you other stuff. Like, Well, okay, girl, I'm just gonna fill in the blanks. So you decide to to be more ridiculous with the right. things because well, right. you can't say it a child is scary unless they're doing the things that actually do scare adults about children and that is a complete and total lack of regard for empathy you're hurting other children you're hurting animals so i would assume that villanelle was in this space of unlike her little half brother she put her violence outwards to other people to other living things where someone like kim goes inwards and that would fucking scare people realistically it would make sense they would be like well let's Let's take a moment to (laughs) investigate um, this behavior and see how we can change it. And, well, they just decided to ship her off to another place. And that's basically what her mother gets to. After she strikes her a little bit, after she says that line about the darkness, her mom is like, he thought you would do something to us, to me. That's why you were sent away. And I'm like, well, he was right. And he's no longer here to protect you, ma'am. And you spoke a little too much To your daughter, you know she has no self-control and you just wanted to die. But in my mind, I kind of feel like, well... It's subjective, but I do feel like there could be moments where the mother knew. In fact, if we take this idea that, okay, Oksana was tripping, we know Oksana was tripping when she was younger. Her mother knew that, that from the minute she saw she returned, she probably expected she would get killed. Mm -hmm. And that's why she told that bitch the truth. She was like, I'm going to just tell you something dark and horrible because I know (laughs) this is my last time, bitch. Right.
0: I'm never going to get this chance. I'm never going to get this
1: chance. Never going to get it. Never going to (laughs) get it. Never going to get it. Never going to (laughs) get it. So here
0: comes the... Here comes. The way uh, Oksana deals with the situation, she says, you know, that you never came back for me. She said, I didn't mind that you took me there. I didn't mind that you never came back for me. But you won't admit who you are. And she says this on basically on her knees, looking up at her mother, just looking to see if she could catch some kind of emotion emanating. I don't know about,
1: well, anything. she is down below, but I just don't know why she would look for emotion if she's so convinced her mother is like her. That's why I said, what is, where is right. the self-awareness? Right. I, where Right. is the notice of hypocrisy? I, I didn't write because this. if <laughs> you are the same shit, how you out here looking for shit that you can't give? But you're like, you're just like me. I can't give this thing, but you give it. Like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't line up. I mean, that's sort of the thing, too, that I'm like, Villanelle is supposed to be well-read. What happened to the smart Villanelle that maybe read a book or two about <laughs> psychology or something to that effect? Because right. it's like just the basic, just the basic tenets of psychology will tell you that a person might reject the thing exactly like them. And so there there you go. There it is. That you reminded your mother so much of her that she fucking entirely rejected you for it. And that being the case, you still here. You still here. And so I just feel like Villanelle is out here trying to read people to filth while her own receipts are full of ghost race. Nothing but ghost And it's sad because she it, can't tell.
0: Right. It's met with another get out of my house.
1: Right. That's after... She was like, "Listen, you just need to admit that you like me." And she's like, "Bitch, get out, get out! I'll never admit it." And here's Villanelle. Right. You know what? Um, you know what, mother? <laughs> I'm really oh, see this thing that just passed through me. Um, it feels like murder. I think I'm gonna have to kill you. I think. Right, I like, think I'm gonna have to kill you because when I feel things that are not okay, my usual response is murder, and I think, yep. Yeah, can yep. default to murder one more time since
0: um i mean i already ate so it's not food um gay cannibalism there's no one here i can't no it's i gotta do the murder murder's the button it, it is the button it's you you're dead i'm sorry you have to die
1: it's true and after she's like well wow, we get a hard cut to gasoline just being poured all over the crib we eventually see her mama just on the floor, uh-huh. and I think that is an interesting choice. I'll leave it to the muse, but interesting, to say the least, and um up. Spiritual by Magma is playing in the background at this time, and we're like, okay, this bitch has killed her mama, and she's going to light it up. Let it burn. Right. Let it burn. <laughs> we see a door close
0: upstairs. It is her it's a little and man. So, wait, wait. The door that closes is the incel. Oh, with it is the, the incel with the with the, with the girlfriend. With the sharpshooter girlfriend. And I was, well, you know, it's got to go down. It got to go down. But there know. goes the
1: she, she was a plant story. Like, I we mean, will never it, see this hoe again. She's not. Won't. She's like, Mojifari, go. Like
0: random never people tur- like Maria, really Maria, good Maria, talent. Maria,
1: Maria. No, I'm sorry. She. <laughs> we out here looking for actors that will never return, Terrence. You're
0: over here picking up, scooping up Felix's when you got. These girls just casually around. Listen, stop
1: trying to make sense of the 12. The more we try to make sense of the 12, we get upset. So true. we should just stop. It's true. I'm sure Helene would have loved to have met that girl. Hello, dance troupe. true. I would like to believe that Helene has met so many women. Oh, dangerous ooh, women. Well, yes. you know, hey. Ooh. I already told you. <laughs> oh. Until people take, until they tell me more stuff about Helene that maybe makes her less cool, this is, she is the tops for me right now. It's like somehow she surpassed Carolyn and that's just because Carolyn still pretends to be good. As of right now, and Helene is all in the bad and I just love it.
0: Oh yeah, you were right about. Um, there's an alarm that goes off. It's it's um, the the littlest visitor, and uh, the first thing he notices by the alarm clock is a note. a note, a letter. And okay, hold up, up.
1: wait <laughs> up, wait up, hold up, wait up, hold up, hold up, wait up, hold up. Is anyone out here noticing the handwriting? Like, look, ah, ah. look, I know people get fired and rehired and they changed jobs and stuff, but we can't find the extra. We cannot get back the extra who wrote Sorry Baby. Because the S's, the O's, the, the R's, G's, and the Y's, right. they're all different. Well, there's no there's, there's no, no G no in Sorry Baby. Baby. You're right. But I don't think it was a coincidence and this is why they, I think they're trying to gaslight and retcon me literally with the font of the handwriting because the G in that note she wrote for the boy is just like the G Dasha wrote on the note for Eve. So I'm like, oh. And then judging from a part of the preview, I'm like, so so are we going to play pretend that Eve thinks this could be Villanelle? That's what we're doing? Okay. Let me just hold
0: my angry. I don't need two commercial print. breaks of E thinking it's Villanelle. No, I just <laughs> need one. One, <laughs> one and the, the one most. that
1: precedes the scene. And then once we get through the scene, it's done. We are through that, and we now know that Villanelle cannot be the killer. I can only hope.
0: So it's like, what is it? If you like surprises, if you like surprises, go to the go bond. To the
1: bond. And he goes and he sees the monies and a note to go see Elton. He and then the his... house explodes. Yes.
0: <laughs> he was so excited. He was like, look, I got. I
1: got Yo, she I fucked got her money. brother up. She fucked him like some of the listeners in the live in the and other people were like, oh, I want to see them again. And I'm like, but why? Just think, about, just think about you for a second. And you are someone further along on the emotional spectrum of feeling. And regardless of how shitty you think your parents are, your sibling murders them, Menendez brother style. Like that's, that's what you call a rift. I mean, how do you recover rift? from that, right? It's a rift,
0: right? Yeah, that's not, that's lose my number. Well, I don't have a phone, but if I had a phone, I would
1: tell you to lose my number. So Villanelle knows that if she kills Nico Palastri, she could ruin everything with Eve, but she doesn't know that if she kills the parents, the actual parents of her brothers, that she could ruin anything there. So I'm just going to assume right now, she doesn't want a relationship with them, and that's why she was like, here's some money, bye. Best of luck to you, but I needed to do this and end this, but I really do feel like, as we can see from the last scene, major, major miscalculation, Villanelle. Major, you did not think about it. You were rash. And right now, you are a, a slave to your emotions. She and you don't want to admit that shit, but you totally she are. Is. Yes, she is locked down, which is why I'm so curious. At the first scene from the next episode, is motherfucking Helene like, hey, extraordinary gal. And I'm like, oh, she's playing you. She is playing you for some ultimate end. And you're about to get ensnared. You're yep. about to
0: sign your life
1: away. And ensnared, be mad later. bitch. And after the house explodes, you see her kind of stomp off on of her back? Oh, she she doesn't kind of stomp <laughs> off. I'm surprised she didn't get her feet stuck in the mud she was right. stomping so fucking hard. Right. She's like, Aah! and that's what I, I mentioned in the beginning of this recap that is a complete and total contrast, a bookend to the beginning of this where she is with glee and smiling and music right, and the was- exiting shot, there are no headphones on. There's no glee and we don't see headphones to the final shot and we, are, we know the bitches. She is... <laughs> By uh, Tommy get to gets that painful final shot where Jody is like, check out, check out how I dial in these emotions and tears. I I was like, oh, this is mania. This is yes. manic. I'm talking about to the this point is out where of
0: I know that this is my bus seat, if it's a bus, but I need to sit somewhere Right. Else <laughs> right. You this see girl? someone on the bus right. and you're like,
1: she's about to blow us all right. up. And I'm, I'm I need to, so you hit the bing, the bing, bing. Right. Next time, <laughs> bitch, <you're> let <laughs> <love> me out. <laughs> right now. Right now. There's a bitch sitting in the chair over here and I, whew, I'm concerned. I'm getting vibes. I'm getting like, real vibes. Getting scary vibes. Especially with her, like the way she was like hovering those tears and like, like shaking her body and just trying find to shake it, it up.
0: What is happening? What could she be? Listen- I was like, I- let me just identify. This would be me across
1: the subway seat, just like right, right, <laughs> right, eyes bugged, just like yo, wow, she's having a problem. Usually, I would approach women like that to be like, do you need my help? But in that, I might have to take precautions, get my switchblade, just in case, just in case it got a little dicey. To be like, hey, do you need my help? Don't, don't take this switchblade the wrong way. I just, you're giving off some very specific vibes and I want to make it sure that like I'm careful. You
0: might need a vigilante. Whatever it is. You didn't even start your story yet,
1: but I just feel like someone would need to don a That's and like a my mask. future business that can't be legal <laughs> yet, but it would be like Missandra's vigilantes. Have you been harassed by a man? Get yourself a Missandra's vigilante today. But I feel like I'd be sued all the time and very short-lived business. <laughs> my
0: client just wanted to make sure that she was getting <laughs> on the right train because of shuttle service and here comes this the the defendant just punching away it broke my client's jaw It
1: <laughs> well sometimes things get a little bit hairy but yeah i think that is ultimately how we end. We end with Villanelle on the train. She is headed back to London. Dasha told you not to leave hell and you really should have stayed home because now you're going to go back and I really just feel like my new thing, even though I said on the Twitter that I thought Villanelle could have fought a couple people before she went to see Helene with that hair and now I just think the bitch come brush and I'm like, oh my God. Is that why, yeah, Your shoulder pads are out of joint, out of sync, oh, the, no. the shoes, like she has on gold shoes, which I like because you feel like she's dressing up for the occasion, but she just looks a hot mess. I'm just like, girl, I feel like this is the opposite of what you were bringing to the perfume creator. Right. You were in gold and polka dots and you are like, I would like to show that I am a centaurian, become an emperor. And now she just looks like she got electrocuted from Which the 80s. sucks
0: because <laughs> Dasha told you that you were meeting to discuss your raise and payment and things and, and she's you... fucking it right, up. Right. You know what
1: gonna be like, so the turtleneck is back in your life? Because look at this... <laughs> Look at, it, look at, it. what is, what is this?
0: I mean, none, nobody told me that you saw Turtleneck, but I guess you must have because you.
1: Bro, I, and like I said to you before we started recording, I just want to know if before the season is done, if unhinged Villanelle will have an encounter with super hinged Eve, because right. Eve looks like she's in a fucking bag she next said, week. She said, check my hair is down, check my outfit. Up Dasha, for a game. Dasha, are you up for a game? Dasha, are you up for a game? And Dasha working up shoulders, like, oh, this might be my stretch as well, because we might be throwing fisticuffs. I a feel like bit. we're going to see a Dasha going, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's what I want. And I just think it's hilarious, not hilarious, but it's, it's poetic in a certain kind of way that Eve is hyper focused. After her massive tragedy, she is just like, I need to dial into what this is and get what I need, get what I want, where Villanelle is the opposite. Like I said, she is manic. It's one of those things where I feel like, you know, if you had to imagine like a thousand polka dots like in a game, just bouncing all off the wall, like just a right, haywire right, uh, right, direction. Right. That's her. And she doesn't know how to center herself. And I feel bad for Villanelle because that is a really scary place to be spinning out emotionally and there's there's nothing to grab onto. It actually reminds me of um, a monologue. Mm-hmm. A little monologue in Six Feet Under from Six Feet Under when David has that situation where he picks up a cute guy and he thinks it's just a cute guy and then the guy ends up holding him hostage, but the guy's a fucking drug addict. And so the hostage situation is like maybe 10 hours long, forces him to do crack ends up sticking a gun in his mouth and it gets really like in that moment you're like oh is this like what is about to happen and so for the character he has that moment of like um i'm gonna die this is it the guy doesn't kill him ends up going off somewhere and so later in the show he's trying to talk to his sister about what this is and he's like in this moment my mind was spinning and because in the show he's a catholic um and very very much into faith and he's like in this moment nothing was enough not my god not my faith not my husband literally nothing. My mind was spinning. And now that this has happened to me, I'm not okay. I have nothing to grasp onto. I literally have no tethers. I'm just here spinning, spinning in the wind. And that's Villanelle. She's like a, a top or Tasmanian yep. devil. Nope. It's just yep. spinning. And I just wish somehow Eve could get her ass on her and just like stop the top from spinning and just try to have a conversation. And realistically, you know, Villanelle has caused a lot of problems for Eve, but I just feel like the only person at this point that could try to get this bitch tethered to something so she doesn't just completely spin off and out of the atmosphere is Eve. And I just really hope that they actually do this because we've not seen this. We don't know what this is. We don't know what this interaction is. Every time, and as I've been theorizing, every single time Villanelle interacts with Eve, she is together, right? Every single time she's like, look at my outfit, look at my clothes, look at my hair. So if she runs into Eve... Her hair looking like she just stuck her head out the the car door.
0: Eve might be relieved finally because Eve was sick and tired of her life always being like this terrible thing. Well,
1: I hope Eve is not that petty, especially because they need to align. I just hope that Eve feels more in her power because this is literally the opposite of what Villanelle wanted. She went to get a scent because she did not feel powerful enough. And she was like, let me get this thing to like build me up. And because she did the wrong thing. In terms of her rashness with her mother, I think she's completely destabilized herself versus what she was trying to do, which is stabilize herself. It's like, girl, the top is now topsy turvy. And so I feel like Eve needs to understand she needs to see this because she needs to see Villanelle as human. As we saw from the ruins, she's like, you are this calculating, demonish woman. I thought you had feelings because you convinced me couple episodes in a row the door owes the stuff that you have feelings but what you just did with this gun shows me that you have no real feelings because if you did you wouldn't have done it and so if eve sees villain like this she's gonna be like look at you with a piece of villain look at you with a piece of fucking she may refer back to series one
0: when she did the standoff with arena saying look look just come with me
1: i mean i would love for eve to do that but she is so petulant these days i don't even think she would ask she'd be like you're coming with me like that's the new eve Season one, Eve is like, just come with me, please, Villanelle. Season three, Eve is like, you're coming with me, Villanelle. You're fucked up. All right, come on. And I, (laughs) uh,
0: look, what I love love about your top scenario is it's putting me in the mind of once more feeling, which was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where Buffy was spinning (laughs) out, and Strike was like, look, (laughs) look. Somebody got to catch you. Somebody Cause.
1: catch your ass. Because that's, that's, that's the only way to happen. When you spin in, you can't catch yourself. You literally have to hope and pray that somebody who gives a shit about you will catch your ass spinning. Right. i have not spun out too many times in life, but I've spun. I've spun hard. And if I did not have people, friends, family who loved me in that time to be like, okay, let's get a handle on what's happened here. You are not okay. Then I, who knows? On the streets. Wildin.
0: There's not going to be enough time to get everything I want out of episode six, which sucks because we already know we're getting Eve, we're getting the, the bitter pill, we're getting some Dasha, some.
1: But we're hopefully getting... that means we're we're moving, just right? Like we're, because That's what this I episode want. was kind of filler. It was kind of what are we doing? Like, yes, some of the stuff is relevant, but other stuff you're just kind of like you could have probably shaved that scene and it wouldn't have mattered. So obviously episode six opens, right. and we are right Reels in the up. shits. We are right. in the shits, Helene. Hello, we are going. I'm so fucking excited. Right. Well, no, we get uh, we a uh,
0: part of me also needs needs um more Carolyn Constantine and Geraldine but that's already I a lot actually, of people. We're getting
1: Geraldine because she was in a freaking preview. Okay,
0: well then and then matter of
1: fact let's move on to previews. Right. I, because I we out here see... we out here like me in the music section, sir. And it has just turned officially 7 a.m. I your oh wing You still got your jerry curl wing off. You still I, got I, your I do jerk need to curl take wing this off. off you right. That's Wait. why you still feel a jaunty because the, the way the, the curls pop and bounce. Just, right. You're right. See you just want to shake your head and be extra
0: and honor our little Richard I just felt like I needed something oh my something. god
1: RIP little Richard right. we are losing right. so many legends this year Betty Wright I just oh my god uh, yo let me not go off on my ramp I love me some Betty Wright okay Just brilliant songs and always my favorite songs when I was younger to like learn things on instruments, always from the 70s. And I know it's probably for my parents because they were always playing that shit. But when you think of the musicality and just all the instruments, I spent a lot of time being like, how do I play this on the piano? How do I play this on a trumpet? How do I play this on the strings?" So I just, I was very sad because I just feel like she's like the fifth musician in a week. Yeah, it's it's It's... been
0: intense.
1: Um, Ugh fucking the
0: the the degrees of separation from people who are you know being severely affected by uh covid and just this whole being able to get to a hospital to be treated for anything is just it's it's staggering and i don't know just it leaves a bitter taste like this is a strange era to be a part of
1: it really is. It's uh, We're supposed to be a developed nation stuff, and right, we are having non-developed nation right. stuff happen here. You saw that story from Brooklyn with all the bodies that were at the thing. And for the people who are like, oh, get the funeral person, I just feel like I hope, I hope that people know that there's not a single funeral director or person who deals with the deceased to help them help families move on while they transition to the next phase they don't want that and I believe I mentioned on one of the previous snacks I have a friend who's a mortician and just for weeks she was like I am fucked and stressed because the amount of bodies I'm seeing is messed up And what I read from that story is that it was just a situation of one place dealing with a bunch of funerals sourcing something and then all those funeral homes got overbooked and all the bodies were sent to one place and then it was just a shit show. But um, that's that's where we are. I'm sorry I brought it down here. I don't even know how. It, oh, right. the passing. Oh, yeah.
0: Low Richard, Better right. Then the slow.
1: Uh, but we and also gone. we ended really shitty with Villa now I think right. that's just naturally we ended right. up in the bad place. That was a low. We're yes. sorry, guys. We're but sorry.
0: We're going to look for this... Um, trailer
1: oh yeah let me pull that up um let me go to the twitter because i feel like that's where everyone was tagging me in it and thank you guys thank you that right after the episode is done you guys are making sure can i see this clip all right guys so this is the first promo we have which is the u.s promo <laughs> currently posted to their twitter how was your trip turns out i'm excellent I'm are you comparing yourself to a carrot what she saying? she's Geraldine's <laughs> face. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, Bear never has anything decent to say. That's got to be Edina and Villanelle. Yeah, I I think the that car. was on the swings too. Up to for me. a game? Oof! Woo! Oh! Okay, Ooh. why is why why is Villanelle in dark hair? I like the look though. I um, said, bring it back. I think. Bring it to back. I uh, wouldn't bring it That's back. um the lady in
0: red. Bring it to back. Uh, Stop it!
1: Stop it! Don't. Stay, save it for the muse. Okay. I'm trying to end this episode all right. all and right. you're, you're bringing right. up the lady in red, right. red and you already right. know what happens right. when you bring up the lady in red. You're so just stop. As usual, the U.S. trailer doesn't ever really have anything congruous to tell us about anything. It's just like, look at all these scenes. Stuff will be happening. And then when we get things like the the Australia trailer, yeah, the Australia trailer we're like, wait a minute. Might we actually put together a story? <laughs> a plot? An order of events? All right. So thank you, Simona and Tastic and everybody that sent me stuff all right here we go what was your trip your mother no no she deserved it this can't be about the boss what boss you don't have to do this i I like that look what the hell have you done tell me everything about dasha wait a minute should i trust no 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 no! sorry sorry Sorry. i i you can probably tell what just crossed over my mind you can probably just tell what crossed into my mind and i refused it Okay, so, as usual, the Australians get better teasers, and I'm trying to figure out why. Look, don't you suggest that that's the lady in Red's blood. Don't you suggest it. I swear to God, Terrence, stop breathing heavy. Stop it. You stop it. You stop it right now. No, sir, I reject it. Don't you say it. Don't you utter it. If you're going to utter it, sir, sir, if you're going to utter it, you wait for the muses. Or I will beat you up in the sunlight. <laughs> it's like a studio. Don't you dare! I'm literally wearing my lady in red BDE. Don't do this to me. This is gonna be faster than Felix Clownery. If they do this to me, so um, no, sir. Can you? Why is your mouth still agape? I'm sorry, if y'all I'm can sorry, see him, sorry. he's sorry. literally staring into the sun. What have you mouth done? agape. What have you done? No, that is that is. What have you done? No, you're you're right. <laughs> I. There's all kinds of scenes happening in the Aussie thing. For one, we know that manic Villanelle shows up. Oh, wait a minute. Do we think she's still in Russia? That would make sense because that's where Irina is at. Irina is in Russia. So she leaves her family's place, crashes Constantine's shit because, well.
0: He's the closest.
1: He's the closest, but also he's also the closest to family in terms of father figure. Right? Like, and she's clearly feeling a way about her daddy based on this last episode. So that's interesting because she shows up at the game, you know, Constantine is like, oh no. And then hears about what she did and immediately knows that was not the best idea Villanelle. Just for yourself. Because look at you, look at how you're acting, and we can see she's 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 not making any sense. She's in crisis, poor Villanelle, and we see Eve discussing the still got it, and it's a different scene where she's like still got what can't be about the bus, and they're like what bus? <laughs> <laughs> she's like mind your business. The cake that fell onto the ground. Oh, um, anyway, and then we also have that scene of Villanelle. There's some what are that scissors on the ground or whatever some feet. Who knows whose feet those are. There's a blood smear. Something's happening. We definitely see Eve is going to visit Carolyn's. Tell me everything that you know about. Right, because this is definitely Carolyn or something. She's at Carolyn's door there. And then Dasha flexing her shoulders, rolling her shoulders for the fucking bowling. Carolyn's sitting next to a new dude who must be someone who knows something. Maybe he's in the 12. Since again, Mad People got cast and we still don't know who specifically, specifically is one of the 12. Please, can someone be like, I'm number three. I'm number three of the third division right, of the 12. Right, And more scenes of Villanelle at the hockey game. We finally get that scene of Eve beating Finding the shit the, out of the best vending machine. And so I guess Nico's death has taken her over the edge where that's concerned. And Bear's just, as usual, looking on like, this woman scares me and uh, intrigues me.
0: Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I got some cocoa puffs if you just want to have those
1: we see the woman in red and I just I want oh look at that she's wearing polka dots She's wearing a dot scarf, Mm -hmm. giving off those vintage vibes. I like it. And she's popping a champagne bottle. And so while I just, I hate you, I actually hate you because scrolling through this, I'm still stuck on what could be happening to Lady in Red and I just want to strangle you out in this time. For trying to steal! I didn't say anything. You didn't have to. Your mouth (laughs) agape. You looking at me. You sending your telepathic thoughts. (laughs) Yeah, I did did airdrop. (laughs) I'm one of those. You airdropped your thoughts into my brain and that was rude. So whatever. So that's the end of that. We're going to save the early... Two minutes for the muse, because again, I, I'm already, I'm right now in a bad place. I'm in a bad place about my lady in red, and I, I said no, don't do this to me, Suzanne. Don't do this to me. But we will discuss what all and everything that could be happening with the lady in red, in the next snack bite, because holy fuck. So guys, I would love to hear all of your thoughts and opinions and theories on where this episode will take us. What could it all mean? What does it imply about Villanelle? What is it revealed about Oksana? Is Villanelle officially fractured forever and now Oksana must bleed through whoever she becomes? Is this where we're headed to an evolution of Villanelle to Voxana, which is a combination of Villanelle and Oksana? (laughs) Not saying she has to change her name, but y'all know what I'm saying. A combination of the two. The confident Villanelle that says I'ma do me, I'ma shop, I'ma kill, I'm going to let Sappho move through me. And then the other part of her, which is Oksana, that feels. Because it seems to me that's what they're potentially saying with this. Is that we've told you that Villanelle has no feelings, but Oksana has a lot of them. She's just muted them or they've been muted for different reasons. So that's something to mull over for the snack bite. I see that learned hand. You're already in the DMs, girl, and I love it. (laughs) She led with back in the DMs with more shit. So, yes, I'm so glad. And there is much to discuss because we are back in the thick of it next week we sure are and wow i'm just we the season's almost done and i don't even know what the fuck i'm doing rona shows no sign of letting up atlanta's officially canceled a goddamn concert i know janice is next i know everybody's saying canis look at all your tickets throw them out put them in the trash well actually no they're like keep them till 2021 but still might as well be the trash might as well i agree lord We done. So all we have left to do is have our little Rona quarantine parties in places like the studio because it's the only party we're gonna see for a long time. And I don't wanna sound ridiculous. I just wanna say Terrence knows this, because he's the same way. We have a certain amount of musical social activity that we do. Right. And I've been this way since I was going places I shouldn't have at fourteen. At ages, right? I was about to say at ages I shouldn't have. Definitely shouldn't have been there. It gets to a point where I literally have like uh withdrawal, dance withdrawal, where I'm like, yo, I'm not, I haven't been in a space surrounded by a bunch of other beautiful souls, just dancing, just feeling the vibe, feeling the vibe and dancing. It all occurred to me how all of my fun things for 2020 are just canceled and it brought me sadness. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's 7.30 a.m. I I mean, just, I'll let you, I just... I've. Oh yeah, and if you guys have suggestions for our upcoming Zoom party, things you would like to see, things you would like to do, maybe right. things that sound fun. Yeah.
0: Game ideas, uh, yeah, just just we're looking to level up. I mean, we we, we know what we've experienced, especially <laughs> especially today. We're well, yeah, we're just up, trying to level game up level the killing up, you've experienced just a little bit, bit. Just, just a wee bit. A reminder that you can reach out to us at Hey You Guys All One Word at wellwellvillanelle.com Our Insta is wellwellvillanelle, and our Twitter, if you are bad about it, is wellvillanelle. Uh, yeah, as you yeah, know, yeah. we are recording out of New York City, where. Lord things are still not looking the least bit better um, support our patreon if you can or our Kofi which yes. is like Please. coffee ko-fi forward slash Masandry. It's a, it'll be in our show notes uh, and cops some merch eventually when things are
1: available to be <laughs> I love how you always say cop some merch people are right. like what to merch at you like know. oh um, TBD <laughs> All right, I need to stop saying cops. merch no immerse. say it I'm say about, it right, you I, put it in people's minds so that when it appears you're like yeah well well merch right
0: uh, supporting any way that you can actually helps us transition the way we need to commute from private Transportation because we used to do public transportation and there's still no vaccine, so don't put us to those doffles, please don't. Um, <laughs> special, an extra yeah, special shout out to all of the essential workers out there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it is because of you that we can do any any piece of anything.
1: Literally any piece of anything.
0: Um, us, you know, we, us hungry here and we need food delivered. It, you know, who brings it? An essential worker. So even if, if you don't literally go-
1: would have starved if not for essential workers, because I mean, I told you like when the shit really first hit and the stores legitimately had nothing on the shelf. And I was like, Terence, what am I gonna do? And some of these restaurants were still open. And I was like, thank God, right. because I just didn't have groceries for like a whole two weeks until I was able to get myself partially right, which isn't really right, thanks to my mama and other people helping me out. But yeah, so essential workers, you guys are the shit. Everyone in all the categories, especially those on the front lines at all the various hospitals across the five boroughs and New York State as a whole, you guys are working endless shifts. I know my cousin's one of these people and I always knew Doctors were to shit because you kind of have to be to dedicate your life to saving others. But I'm just glad in all of this darkness, people are renewing, hopefully, their appreciation for doctors and nurses and EMTs and firemen and women and everyone that contributes to keeping society at large safe.
0: Right. We can't do what we do without you. So, again, thank you. Thank you so much. All right, guys, until our snack episode. Here's hoping you get killed by a woman.
1: And you guys, you guys, this literally was the worst episode that I've ever oh had with no. Bill and in a long time. She's so sad. Oh I'm no. so sad. Everybody's in the door. What are we going to fucking do? Can you oh save, no. No. Can save Fuck. Oh. God. This show. Oh. Bye. Bye. It's like totally murder.